0: You are about to receive messages that may be harmful to your mental state. Your sense of reality will be questioned. Your view on things will be altered. You are now part of the Meta. The Meta controls everything. The Meta determines what will and will not happen. You are watching the Meta show.
1: Good afternoon, everybody, all of our viewers across the Fruited Plain. Welcome to the Meta Show. I am Brisker Ball. I am joined by the Mitanni. It is May the 30th. I can't believe when it's May. When will this month end? Holy right? shit. It's like, never going to stop. Has been
2: the longest de- like, we keep making longest decade jokes, but seriously, like May, five Saturdays in May, This we have been stuck in May for it feels like forever and the worlds are on fire. So we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about spaceship politics and spaceships because we just watched a spaceship launch. Thank fuck, it's really nice to see some dudes going up into space. High fives all around. We're back,
1: and, it only uh, took 10 years.
2: Yeah, it's about time that something went right. And uh, you know, yeah, so we have uh, kind of a special today. We also, I'm seeing lots of uh, hype in Twitch chat, which is cool. We are gonna do the Cool Kids Club uh, again this week. We're gonna stop forgetting to do that for our subscribers and um yeah thanks guys we have a uh, hype train going on stuff's happening lots of things to talk about but the, w- what is what is the theme uh today uh mr Sp- senior space politician
1: briscu well 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 obviously we have the CSM election start june 1st that's when the voting season starts the campaign season has been in full swing and because we are the meta show and we can get the best people all around eve to come on our show we have two of the guaranteed CSM winners joining us today, Merkel <laughs> Chen, and Anominate, And then you've got me and January Valentine who are hoping that we can pull off another crazy victory. So uh, we're going to have a good show. We're going to talk about CSM-related stuff. We're going to talk about whatever just dis- we decide to get onto because I'll be honest, despite the fact that there were a lot of changes this week in EVE, we had the new updates Uh, On Tuesday, that finally dropped. Which we can't
2: really talk about because they're like half broken and we don't really like, I mean, we we can talk about them. But, you know, the the decision is we're going to talk about CSM stuff this week because, you know, next week we'll at least be able to say Triggs, Edencom, big like drama and all this other sort of stuff. But like, you know, shit's just not stable enough to like make it a, a thing
3: yet.
1: Exactly. So, I mean, right now, at least we have the, uh, the, the big Astra House, you know, changes with the abandoned state that Merkel Chen loves, and he I'm sure he will talk about when we get him on the show, that the first abandoned structure is not going to become abandoned until Tuesday. So, hey, we got nothing to talk about right now. And then all in terms of the EdenCon versus the Trig thing, I think we can talk a little bit about that, but the reality is people are still trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And one of the things that CCP has been doing lately, which I think is probably not a bad idea, is... We're not going to tell you what we're doing. We're just going to make you play it and see what happens, and then you can figure it out on your own. And since that seems to be one of the things that EVE players like to do uh, is figure out all the back-end stuff uh, that's that's given all of these lore guys and, and the folks who like this kind of thing something to do for the last week. So good on them. They got their content. So uh, All right. So like Santa Claus, I'm ready to bring you presents. Are you guys ready for uh, our guests? If you are, I'm going to push the button. Let's do it. Let's do Here it. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we have with us Merkel Chen from Karma Fleet and Amonit from Karma Fleet. And January Valentine, our favorite producer who is Nache Amazingness. So welcome to the show. We appreciate it. Thanks for being here, guys.
2: Well, uh, it's kind of a a fascinating thing. So, like, uh, we're doing a CSM special. Uh, I think that the voting starts. When does voting start? Voting starts on uh, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year uh, because well, we'll be talking about the field a little bit as we dive into this, but we sort of want to just get as many CSM people uh, as we knew and loved on the show. Uh, obviously, we have a bunch of friends of the show, people like, Villy's running again this year, right? Like, Billy is still, like, doing it. We've got Villy. we've got Gobbins. There's a, a bunch of uh, returning CSMs. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really have um, strong views on this. I hope all of you make it on. I am hope we can make that happen but take us away somebody somebody who is not me how would you guys like us to present the csm on this episode of the meta show
0: how, how, how would you like it to be done
2: oh sorry people can't hear me because i'm not staying close enough to the mic my bad
0: it's I will, good uh, hey dude alex tim
2: uh i have something to say if
0: it's okay um, oh uh
2: yeah tim on this is uh this is alex uh, pl- please go ahead
0: Okay, hon, thank you. We're steeped in election season, right? There's nothing more obnoxious, annoying, and grotesque as the student council election season that is the CSM, (laughs) where a bunch of random dipshits all go on different talk shows and say, hey, you know what, guys, when I get elected to the student council, I'm going to make it a four-day School week, we're gonna put a Coke machine in every classroom. <laughs> we're gonna tell the teachers what to do and recess is gonna be four hours long. So let's just stop doing that, right? Like I've had one too many of those shows and I'm completely <laughs> triggered at this point. I can't handle it. We're not doing that today, right? This is no, what no, I no, think no, that the, we should we, do. We, we, don't, we don't
1: do that on this show. Perfect, not on this show.
0: thank you. Then I came to the right place, okay? Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to lose my capital on this fleet we're doing no, right We're, now. we're playing leave on online. Yeah. Um, So anyway, here's here's the thing. I think that what the candidates are getting wrong in doing this is um, you need to exhibit sort of two things when you're the person that's running for the CSM. First and foremost, obviously, you have to have a a baseline of information about EVE Online, a game about spaceships. Um, If you check that box. Then I guess the next thing that you need to do is say, you know what, and I'm also a likable enough person that when you send me 5,000 miles or whatever it is to Reykjavik to go interact with the people in CCP, you know, supposing that does happen at some point with the, the weird travel fuckery, um, I'm a likable enough person that I think that these people will not hate having to interact with me, right? And this is the missing link with the CSM these days. Let's just send some annoying person up there and they'll just harass their way through this entire year on the CSM. Let's not do that, right? Let's send some easy to work with people that are not going to disgust the other humans that they have to interact with. There's my platform. There it is. I'm done. That is that's, a good that,
2: that's that's beautiful. I i i love it. Um, yeah, and I, that's totally true. Like, it, it, there's there's definitely some serious like student council, council election vibes. And if it is going to go like a student council election, let's not send the guy that nobody can stand listening to in every single class that you have with them, right? Like, the, the era of the Omeka sort of CSM. I'm just going to talk mad shit because I'm not running for any kind of election. So, like, yeah, like having a um, just incredibly obnoxious, excruciating person on the CSM is always something to be avoided. Uh, I do have a question here in chat here. Uh, Dragon Zero, uh, I don't remember if you're currently banned for CSM. I'm not banned for the CSM. I was asked to resign such that I would not be prevented from running on the CSM again. And then I never ran again because I would rather have politicians than be a politician. But good question. So uh, who's next? That was a fantastic stump speech there. Uh, uh tim i uh, appreciate that and uh january do you want to go next do we want to you, you guys are going to fight over who who gets the the talking conk or am i supposed to is there an <laughs> orders that, or a system here I, that's I a no scary
3: idea. act to have to follow
4: yeah man no kidding no uh that basically summed up my entire experience running so far uh as you all know, I've been a producer, so my job is kind of behind the scenes. My job is to make the hosts look good and make sure they say the right things. Um, So it was very, it was very interesting trying to run and be forward uh, this year. And a lot of, yeah, a lot of the the, uh, campaigns was, are, are, yeah, I'm going to show CCP how it's really done and, and, you know, being around a lot of CSM, uh, for at least two years, it's, it's definitely not like that. And I, if people get on by some miracle, it's going to be a really nasty shock because developers have their own timeline. Developers don't like, some developers don't like talking with a CSM. Um, and all of that has to be taken into consideration when, when pushing feedback, uh, or what we would like to see in the game. So yeah, just if I could tell anyone, it's just be realistic. Developers, have, CCP has their own timeline; they have their own agenda. Uh, we're here as guests, and not we're not a co-developer code at all. So, I don't think a lot of people realize that at all.
1: Well, you can tell. I mean, you can tell absolutely from some of the some of the campaign videos and some of the stuff folks say. And I, I don't, I, I don't know. It, it's it makes me laugh because. Mark and Nam and me and Mittens and we've had a thousand people. We've had a ton of CSM current and former CSM members on the show over the last six or seven months. Setonia, Jintown, Villi a dozen times. We've had a ton of people on. We've had Azuki's on, yeah. Yeah, I mean Azuki, we've had I mean, I can't we've had Omeka on. We've had almost everybody uh, you know, that's that's on the current CSM that wants to do shows. And we've invited almost everybody, even Gobbins and the guys that don't like doing shows, we've invited. Uh, we've had them all on. And everybody says, everybody except maybe Omeka says the same thing. You know, it's not about going and being a subject matter expert and presenting complete game designs about this to the developers and getting them to do what you want. It's about being there to provide feedback and see what they're doing and tell them what the players think and just be personable. And, 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 and as long as you play the game, you've got all the requisite skills you need to be successful in the CSM. You know, that's it. You don't need to be some kind of crazy, you know, hyper-knowledgeable hyper, hyper Suetonius-style candidate who knows the, you know, the the, the unheated and heated A-B speed on a purifier. You, you know, you don't need, without looking it up, you don't need that kind of stuff. But there's still folks out there that seem to think that if they get elected, that that's going to be their job. And I, I don't know what else at this point, after years of us telling them that that's not what it is, how it's it's going to change any of that. But... I- yeah. Oh, I think no, there's no, sort what do you think? of
3: I think there's sort of uh, two big things that people don't, that don't really well, so one of the first things is a number of the people who are running for CSM are they're they want to meet their heroes and so mm-hmm. they're going into this basically seeing CCP as rock stars. <laughs> poor bastards too yeah <laughs> and, and like that's never meet your heroes that is not a that's not a productive dynamic. And I think one of the other big things is people leaving the CSM disproportionately quit the game at the same time. You know, when you run, when you're looking at running for CSM, you are asking for a tour of the sausage factory. You're going to see all of the horrible things that are going into that sausage. And, you know, at some point you just, do you, do you really want to keep eating that sausage? And so that's uh, it's something that takes some adjustment to get used to.
1: I
4: agree with I that one hundred percent. You
3: know, go
1: ahead, January.
4: I think the biggest realization is for some of these newer candidates that might make it on is how much certain developers do not care at all what the CSM thinks. So they are hyping themselves up, you know, this whole entire time, you know, on the plane right there, and they're just not going to give a shit. Unfortunately, you know, they have. They have internal goals and expectations that takes way more precedence than some, you know, Eve player walking up and saying, Hey, we should we should be doing this. One I mean, of the, sorry, uh, that's how it works. That's
1: absolutely one of the true. pieces
3: one of the pieces of advice I tell people who want to run for CSM is make sure you can do it for at least two years. Um, you know, that first year you go in there, you're meeting these developers and like the entire first uh term on the CSM is just convincing them that you're credible, you know, they have to get to know you, you have to get to know them. And that takes time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the things about this, um, so I obviously haven't been on the CSM since CSM six. Um, but you know, every year we're, we're sending and deciding the sort of the state ballot and things like that. And and one of the things, um, sort of like the student council vibe, um, people come in with their paradigm. They have this idea of what they want the CSM to be. And I really want to reinforce, like you guys have sort of already hit on this, but like the the whole magical idea that it's going to be like, I don't know, uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington or something or other and like magic and sunshine and rainbows are going to happen. And then, you know, we're going to we're going to get NPC space in every region. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, you have to understand the, the ground truth of what the CSM is, which is it is a institution that was essentially forced upon CCP by fuck ups within CCP. So they had to cover their asses after the T20 scandal and admit that, you know, they need some sort of a, a stakeholder group with the players. But functionally speaking, the CSM is like a lobbying group. Right, and if you, appro- if you approach it understanding that there is going to be devs that are not interested in working with you or see you as hostile you need to be able to prove to them that you can actually be a benefit to them Right, like hey you're working on this project the player base would actually support that we can do what we can to smooth the rollout of that to like help you message to the player base like we can make all of our lives a little bit easier here y- you have to come at it from that perspective and I think one of the problems we've seen over the last few years particularly with the uh, sort of more socially excruciating candidates is this idea that they can just get there and then say the same stuff that they have been saying on Reddit as if CCP was not already reading what they were saying on Reddit. Now not all CCP does, but you know, like uh, you know if you are a well-known like Reddit shit poster and you're always herfing blurfs about something or other and you get on the CSM, well CCP already knows what you're going to say. It's not like they're going to hear it in their ears and then suddenly magic and rainbows and unicorns, everything's fine. So like it really is a lobbying spot. You need to be able to think from a political perspective. You need to learn and know how to take people that are against you and flip them towards your side of your agenda, whatever that is, and to work within the CSM uh, to sort of uh, maximize the opportunities for everybody collectively. So it's a pet peeve for me. And one of the reasons why I often look annoyed during uh, CSM discussions is that whenever I see like the good government transparency types who are like, we're just going to go there and we're going to tell CCB what's up and it's going to be fine. It drives me crazy because it's not how it works and it's excruciating and just shut up and learn how politics
1: works. And, and that's and that's exactly it. And I, I, you have to laugh because I'll tell you, I, and, and I'm kind of, you guys have all been there and Mark, you've been there, but I'll tell you, there are, we go into these meetings, you sit down, you're around a table for like four hours and there are different sessions and at least at the summits I and mean, that's not, the bulk of what you do on the CSM has nothing to do with the summits. But when you're at the summits, this is what happens. You have these checkmark boxes on, the, on, the, on your ca- calendar of what we're going to talk about now, and the devs come in, and they sit down in front of you, and you're sitting there, and they're looking at you. And there are a couple of them that are there, and they, they care about what you say, and they get involved, and they're interested, and they're, they're, they want to hear what you have to say. And then there's always going to be a couple of the guys that just kind of sit there like this. And you know, the whole thing that they're thinking is, I'm just here because I don't want to get fined. And that's it. That's all it is. So in the end, if you want to be effective, it's not about having the best ideas or having you know new ideas, because look, there is nothing new under the sun. Anything you can come up with to fix a problem in EVE, somebody else has also come up, come up with and probably told them about it. And these guys get paid cash money to think about this stuff 24 hours a day. It's their job. So the stuff that you do as a hobby, you know... Full well, there's nothing that that hasn't been pitched to them at some point. Like everybody in the chat is always like, well, you need to fix AFK cokey camping. Well, How are you going to do that? Well, you can do, well, make it use fuel. They know. We've talked about it a thousand times. The same it's- with almost all of these issues. In the end, you don't have to be the expert and come up with this, like, implementable vision idea. Here's a paper that tells you exactly how to fix all of these issues. They already have all that stuff. They know it. What your job is to help them recognize that this is something that needs to get fixed sooner rather than later. And that's, I mean, Nom Nom, talk, if anybody wants to know a a case study in how to be an effective CSM member, you talk to a nominate because it was him busting his ass, pushing over three consecutive CSMs to get War Dex looked at and fixed that made that happen. And it wasn't because he presented them with a perfect idea, it's because he kept saying, you guys got to fix this, look at the numbers. Now I'm talking about that.
3: Well, and and it was a little bit more than that. It was also convincing the rest of the CSM that this was in fact a major problem, which is why I think it was, uh, on CSM 11, it was an entirely null sec CSM that agreed that high sec war decks were a major issue and, did have a an idea, of proposal of how to fix it that kind of is where things went that doesn't benefit NullSec at all. The only benefit that NullSec gets out of it is more people in HiSec don't quit the game, which gives us more future friends and enemies.
4: It's so funny that after after those changes, the keynote speak speech at Vegas, one of the Vegases was they were like, shocked Pikachu that 30% of people quit the game because their corporation got war decked and they couldn't fight and they just logged off because there was nothing they could do. And I just find it so hilarious sometimes how clueless clueless people one, clueless how clueless people are going into the CSM thinking that they can just magically do these things. Then clueless on the CC C P side, what is actually going on in their game. So I don't know. It's it's crazy. Well, and that sometimes. was that
1: was one of the reasons. At least on CSM thirteen, that was one of the big reasons why we pushed hard to get the whole let the devs play the game thing going. Because in the end, you know, after after T twenty, it became kind of a hard thing for them to to let these guys play because there had been you know the the bad stuff that had happened uh where's my saber bpo yeah. right for those of you who aren't aware you just, know the, the reason why the csm we don't have exists. to go into it like I, right. I, I
2: actually don't want to beat up on ccp then too won't. much and we won't i uh i have nice things to say about the video game eve online because i've been playing the hell out of the last couple of weeks and i do think that as much as we're talking about interacting with ccp and all this stuff uh sometimes it can be a negative thing like these guys don't know what's going on but i think that um they are learning because they're playing the game more and the game itself is just much better than it has been in years I'm delighted to report so anyway please sorry for the no no me. absolutely
1: and that, that, that that's essentially what I was going to say the fact is we were able to get them to look at that policy it ended up getting rescinded this year which is great and so you get to see CCP players who have been playing the game for a long time playing on their original characters going out and having fun and they don't have to be people kind of know who they are but they don't have to like hide or you know delete an account as soon as somebody finds out that they're a dev or anything right, and and not have let to them do get out of protection anymore right they get to go out and just play like regular players and i think that is that's going to make a huge difference and i think it already does because you see a lot of these quality of life little changes that are just that makes stuff you know, so much easier. I mean, Mittens talks all the time about how now when you we, you can you can you can see it sorted. Your ammo is sorted by range, and you can see the damage type, so you know exactly what you got to do. It it makes. I mean, Mark loves to say, "All right, load blue tips," because that's what the picture looks like. He doesn't <laughs> have to say that now, because he can say, "Hey, just load this. It's what it's it's right in. The, you can tell what it is." So, they've done a great job in doing all of that, and I think that that's one of the things that some of the folks that that tend to run, they don't give CCP enough credit for that. And I have and the I, formula I with it.
0: here, my friend. All right. On your ride to the airport, you read how to win friends and influence people. On your flight to Reykjavik, obviously that's when Sun Tzu, the art of war comes in. Make sure to pick out like a leap comment from it somewhere, at least like one liner. Put it in your EVE <laughs> profile, put it in all your campaign stuff. That's the way to go. As you ride from... Keflavik into Reykjavik. You've got about 35 minutes. It's a perfect amount of time to read and digest the seven habits of highly influential people. (laughs) You do these three things. You become an effective CSM. You walk into CCP. You get the job done, right? Um, No goofing around. Let's skip the foreplay and get into what comes next, right? And that's how you do it. So I, I just think that It's really, really easy with a 17, now maybe 18-year-old digital product to kind of look at it and say, hey, um, you know, let's add five power grid to this one of the 300 ships or whatever. Like, there's a lot of dumb shit like that that certainly you could do, and you'll have the opportunity to do that. But uh, more importantly, it seems like a holistic grasp of the game is really, really important. Maybe not being like, I deal with this one sliver of EVE Online and I know everything about it, right? having a good holistic grasp of it such that you can say when you're sitting done with one of the teams, Hey guys, here's some really, really low hanging fruit. Let's get, get after this one, right? Like anybody can rewrite got the some easy any, wins.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Any right. idiot out there can shit out like an incredibly complex nuance and yet impossible project that a company is going to look at them and say, there's no fucking way we're doing this for you, right? There's no time, there's no resources. And oh, by the way, we've got a ton of shit that we're planning to release this year that we haven't even told you about yet. So um, I don't know, just learning to get a good grasp of that, um, a a good handle on what you actually can ramrod through, you know, the bureaucracy that is a software company. Um, You know, it's I, I think it's really important. And it also makes you not look like an idiot when you get there.
1: And, and to, to all right, so McNair's point in the, in the chat, I think, and and Mittenger responded to him, but I'll, I'll, I'll read it because I, I think it's pretty solid. The thing that I just can't, I find really annoying are certain people who still can't stop being offended by the amount of people who live in nullsec on the CSM crying corruption but having no clue about a thing like that works. I You know, it's, it's funny to watch so many candidates, and this is weird because I don't remember this being the case in the past. So many candidates this year yelling, don't vote for the big block guys. Don't vote for goons. Don't vote for whore. For Don't vote for test. Vote for independence. We need independence. We need the Okay, I mean, I guess if that's what you want to do, but in the end, elections are about getting people to show up and vote, and the folks that are able to do that the best are the ones that win. And it just so happens that organized groups tend to outfavor groups that are the people that are not organized. It's not impossible, but in the end, you got to you got to go out there and hustle. And I, I I just I don't see the I don't see the reason why folks are so quick to, to scream and yell and act like because Merck and Nam are both going to be on the CSM next year that that's somehow a bad thing or corrupt because they happen to get the votes of people that that care about the game and play it all the time. I don't I don't I don't understand that.
3: I think there's a little bit more to it than that, even. I think it's the, uh, you know, when you look at, for example, a high sec player is a player who lives, or or rather a high sec candidate is a person who lives in high sec and does nothing other than high sec. A low sec candidate is a person who lives in low sec, does nothing other than low sec. Wormhole candidate lives in wormholes, does nothing other than wormholes. If any one of those people is also part of a null sec group, they're a null sec candidate.
1: Yeah, like, no, like that's absolutely in, right.
3: Yep. In, in practice, I think it's the <laughs> null sec players who have the widest range of activities in the game. You know, they don't just do null sec and nothing else. They also have high sec alts. They also, you know, mess around in low sec. They also have, uh, spend time in wormholes. You know, they're the ones who do a little bit of everything, which going back to what Merck said is, you know, having that bigger picture view of the game is, you know, extremely important
4: to say, uh, paying attention to candidates, uh, I would say overwhelming. The that candidates have a more holistic view of Eve uh, than someone who is like super autistic overship balancing. Um, those guys have better feedback. Uh, they have a better idea of what the issues are. Um, and
1: Uh-oh. Do I need I- to reboot her? yeah guys just we're well aware of january's audio issues i think there's something going on with her internet so i,
2: I think i think it's fair to say her internet has uh, officially died on us yeah but, uh... so that's
1: not good all right well we'll keep going and hopefully we can get her back uh in the future but i think you know her, her point is is valid you know it, it, in the end it's it's uh <sighs> you have to, you have people who just seem to think that that because we're in Nullsec, and 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 that we're part of a big block alliance that 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 we're somehow going to only play the game and only tell CCP things that will benefit us, and that's not true. I mean, in the end, it, it, that's just that's not how things work, and that's not how we ha- have always behaved or acted. So, well, let me like get the, the other thing is is that like
2: yeah, like some sort of like a a, a deceptive. Uh, Like usually the people that are worried about exactly what you just described, the idea that like, ooh, goons and null people are going to get there and then they're going to scheme and then they'll like put one over over CCP or whatever. Like the people who are making that argument usually are the people who could not scheme their way out of a paper bag. They do not understand scheming. They are afraid of it. And so their understanding of what a scheme actually looks like, because they don't know what it is. It's just this boo, scary, boo, social, something, some sort of politics is happening. There must be Uh, you know, some sort of secret, whatever. Like, you're in a room with a bunch of people. You are hanging out with the same people on a regular basis. You're in chat rooms with them. Like, you can't really run a scheme because keep in mind, there are multiple groups of NullSec people that are shooting each other in the game. So, like, if the Goonstorm CSM representatives were trying to do some sort of, like, weird rat fuck play, Gobbins and Villy would out it, right? Like, it would come out just because of the nature of the competition NullSec. So, like, the idea that there is going to be It's just, again, it's like people who do not understand politics. uh, And that's fine. Like, again, like I cannot, uh, you know, I'm actually kind of Linux curious. I was going to make jokes about how technically inept I am. But, like, again, I'm not really good with computer machines. I can't do the things I can use my words and I can schmooze people and I can manipulate and I can scheme and I can do politics. But, um, you know, there's a lot of areas that uh, one has limits in, but you cannot um, hide a scheme on the CSM, you cannot uh, just spoof CCP. They talk to each other, they are smart people. They're worried about it too. CCP is also worried that the CSM is gonna put one over them. So you have to do this trust building thing. You have to establish that all parties involved can play ball and have provable value that is added, which is one of the reasons why usually CSMs, they don't really get started in terms of like, uh, really getting a lot done until after their first summit when they've had a chance to like break bread with these guys in the real world. and, you know, I, you know, I'm very dismissive of people who criticize like having blocks on the CSM. Cause again, it's like, oh gee, California has a Senator. Oh gee, Texas has a Senator. How dare they have representatives. There are tons of people there. It's a representative body. They are voting for people to be represented. You know why null sex? Uh, here's another thing. I had a question about this on the fireside earlier, uh, which is why bother? Like why do, why do we in the Imperium give a shit about the CSM? And I'll tell you why. Uh, at, at a fundamental brass tax way. We're gonna go way, 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 way back to CSM-5. And I'm gonna say some mean things about CSM-5 with the understanding that some of my uh, favorite people in EVE actually uh, came from CSM-5. So like Minxie is awesome, she was on CSM-5. But what happened was is this, the CSM was formed, And uh, for the first few years, like there was this huge fight to make sure that you had representatives on the CSM. And uh, there was lots of representation from NullSec, from HiSec, from everybody. And then a few years went by and NullSec was just like, whatever, we don't care. This is just a talking shop. It's it's irrelevant, whatever. Uh, CSM5 rolls around. Nobody has bothered pushing a candidate, pushing ballots or anything like that. And you end up with a CSM full of mostly high sec and low sec players that have never used a jump bridge in their life. And they get there and there's a CCP dev who has an ax to grind, again, he's not there anymore, but he had an ax to grind against uh, a null sec in general and he wanted to remove jump bridges. And these guys who had never used a jump bridge in their life were like, yeah, I mean, sure, null sec should be hard, let's, let's remove jump bridges they didn't know what the hell they were talking about. They had no idea what was going on. They did not tap in anybody who knew what was going on. And so that is why NullSec is involved in the CSM. It isn't just important from a lobbying perspective, there is a protective perspective. If your play style is not represented on the CSM, that means that people who do not understand or disrespect your playstyle, out of ignorance or malice depending, can come in and rat fuck you. So at a certain level, you need to make sure that you have good people on the CSM purely just as you know a defensive line against idiocy, because if you don't do it, some dumb puppy is going to come in and say, hey, guys, let's remove jump bridges. And there'll be a bunch of other dumb puppies in the room going, yeah, I think jump bridges are a bad idea. Screw NullSec. Fuck all this stuff. Whatever. You, you have to have a voice of reason there. So even if there isn't some sort of amazing, like we're going to hit these bullet points and our agenda is totally going to go through, you cannot let... Your people, whatever your people happens to be in this game, go unrepresented on the CSM or else some really dumb shit that you, because you won't see it coming. You don't have it in, you don't have anybody in a CSM. There's no controversy. There's no public statements. There's no CSM town halls. Just one day you wake up, hey, the CSM has agreed with CCP that jump bridges should be removed from the game. And you're like, And it's a lot harder to deal with that shit when they get to the point of making a public statement of a dumb thing. Like when it filters through the CSM and they're like, hey, we're going to do this damn silly thing in this damn silly way. You are already playing catch up at that point. So just purely from a a defensive rational perspective, it is important to have solid representatives uh, for your type of gameplay on the CSM.
1: And that's exactly right. And I think but I think I think a lot of people out there hearing you say that. The response that they're going to have is, well, CCP should make it so that each, each sector gets a, gets a person on there. No. This has to be about the players coming together and figuring out who is going to go and represent them on that level. So if you're a low sector and you're concerned that you don't have anybody on there that represents you because that group, low sec needs to come together. They need to come together, find a find a candidate or two candidates or three candidates that they like. Put a ticket together, get them all on there. And say, look, I don't care if you like this null set guy. I don't care if you like this high set guy. I don't care if this guy is in your corp. Make sure you get the, these top three people and vote for them, and then you can put anybody else on your ballot that you want. Well, the, and uh, if you do that, then they then you win. That's how that's how you win. They actually put
3: in the STV voting system for specifically this reason. And it's kind of complicated, and I think one of the big problems is that people just don't really trust it. So you wind up with so many ballots which have one person on them, and that person doesn't get on, that vote gets thrown away. Like If everyone just does treat it the way that it's supposed to be used, which you literally just rank the candidates in the order that you would like them to be elected, that makes sure that your vote is as effective as it can be.
1: And So Torval's uh, asking in the chat how many folks end up on a all sec ballot. I'll tell you, at least from the Imperium side, we're going to fill all 10 slots there. When, when the ballot comes out on Monday, it's going to have 10 people on it to vote for.
2: Yeah, we may and even it, have the ballot ready today. We uh, I've been playing be to great. achieve, even slipped up on actually like making the ballot. So we'll hammer that out. Okay, gotta,
0: we got to work thing. on that after the show. I, I'm uh, going to play ball and I'm going to pretend that there's not this creepy empty space right <laughs> over there next to me um like i'm sorry january used to be be our friend january (laughs) that we've all forgotten about and we're just moving on like hey come on it's a a survivor show um i'll continue the death march i'll pretend that she's still there um I'm gonna turn this around, right? I'm gonna interview you for a second. Let me ask you a question, right? Nobody is allowed to answer conflict drivers. You answer conflict drivers and there's gonna be an empty spot where I was standing. Okay, (laughs) next. So uh, first and foremost, Brisk, you're on the spot. You're on the hot seat, buddy. I'm on the hot seat. What? give me some low hanging fruit give me an example of an idea i know you've done a ton of these shows mitten get get those gears grinding quickly cuz i'm right. coming to you next brisk what is something that they could pay some attention to that would probably be high return low effort deserving of some dev bandwidth right away
1: i mean i like the number one thing for me and i and i said for a while now i think that they need to spend the time on this because it's it's a fairness thing is low and faction warfare have had nothing done to them in years they've had minor little t- kinds of changes they deserve the kind of six month one team holistic focus type effort now that's not low-hanging fruit and it's not something they can do with a dial change but you know what it's their turn and i feel like that we all sit around and we talk about it and, and we think about well what's the point of low sec i don't know do they know i don't think the low sec players know they're there they use it but what's the point Null sec is for or for all the super pvp and there's no rules and you can do whatever you want and the empires live there high sec is the safe space where concord blows you up if somebody tries to touch you and you can go up there and generally relatively be safe and maybe you got to deal with some gankers but that's about it all right what's in the middle okay is that what's the point so, and, and Faction Warfare has not has, has been screwed over since the Citadel expansion, which kind of took away one of the big reasons why people would fight over systems, which was yeah. to control the outposts. They don't have that anymore. So that they, need, they need some reason to exist. I'd like to see that. But easy, easy quick things that they can do, they could they fix AFK cloaking camping in five minutes if they wanted to do that.
0: Right. Sir, sir, you've had your chance to talk. It's time. not hard. I, I'm going All right, to the fine. other guests. i, I want the clock. Hold on. I Hold go back to the balance of my time. Mittens, you've been big-time Eve playing recently. You're, you're, you're an old, long-in-the-tooth, grizzled veteran who has now just popped up in Eve 2020, Pandemic Eve. You tell me, what are you thinking? What's out there? What should we get after? What's, what's an easy win? So
2: back in the day, this was not easy, but it was something that we talked about a lot, Uh, and CCB didn't have the capability for it. And now with the stuff we're seeing with them doing with the Triglavian expansion and like messing with security ratings, it's pretty clear that they have actually built the code to be able to code things in their video game. NPC NullSec in every NullSec region. It's good for a lot of reasons. One, it allows people to harass people that live there. You can never sit on your ass and just farm money all day in complete safety like you can in the drone regions. Uh, it basically it keeps people sharp. It provides content for small gang people because they get to harass the NullSec empires. Uh, I love having the Imperium based around Delve with NPC space there because it keeps our people hard it keeps things interesting. It is never boring because there are always people that can come to you and mess with you. And by contrast, you know, you see some of these dread ops that we've been doing to like go deep into the drone regions to hit pandemic horde stager in R1O. And the logistics of just getting spaceships out there to shoot them are ridiculous. If we could get some CCB devs on some ops going, okay, well, you have decided that you want to stick it to PanFam, you want to stick it to the people in the drone regions, oh, you want to go, go to Amist and mess with somebody, so how do you do that? Mechanically, what does it take you with your little spaceship to go, I want to shoot these guys over here in this region? And it turns out that the biggest thing that makes that from being possible to this requires an entire team of organizational experts from the Imperium to pull off, like, The the big leveling aspect is NPC nullsec in every region. No nullsec region should ever be safe. That's
3: it. I would. I like a. I want. I would like a more sort of specific thing. I think every system in the game should be within capital jump range of an NPC station.
0: Absolutely, I agree. That's just crazy. I like it.
1: Hey, uh, who's people? next? Who's like, next? You got to ask nam a okay. question now, Mert. No, ask hey, a crazy question listen, now,
0: I'm... I, I'm the captain now, okay? I know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> we're control. off the show sheet at this point. Do, it. Do it. <laughs> um, Okay, so listen, it's only fair, right? Um, I think that there are a ton of pet issues. You see these threads. I, I don't know how many people like actually keep up with Reddit and and look at it, but if, even if you just dip your toe in that, piss-filled pool once a week, you're gonna notice that these threads pop up with pretty good regularity. Sometimes they're from really well-known players. Other times it's just, hey, I'm Random Eve player and I have an idea, right? And many of them are like great and relevant ideas. And this is the crazy part. Here's like the craziest thing. I I don't remember who said this to me the first time, but it, it sort of hit me like a freight train. You assume if something isn't done in the game, that CCP hasn't thought about it yet, right? And and that actually is, is a super flawed way to look at things. They've heard all this shit a hundred times already, and for one reason or another, they haven't moved on it, right? So you see these threads, you say, hey, you know what? Have a little updo, fellow. Um, that's a great idea. I agree with you. I think that the CCP should pay attention to that. Um, it's sort of, that. that's only getting around three corners of the racetrack, you've got to still drag it across the finish line somehow and, and enter the CSM. This is where where your part in this big giant process comes into play. How do I take this from, okay, it's a great idea. I agree it's a great idea. We don't really have time for it right now and drag it kicking and screaming into the, the, the what would be the roadmap of um, EVE Online. That's a difficult part. It's really hard to express how you do it. Um, we've been successful. There's no rule book. It, it depends.
1: Right. Things happen.
0: And and it's something that I, I think we've had sort of mixed success with uh, over the last couple of years. But, oh, thank God oh god but now there's another empty spot i'm very distracted right now um oh shit um you guys get to see us
1: make the uh, sausage in real time go ahead right
0: the the csm doesn't look anything (laughs) like the way that it looked like 10 years ago so i i'm only kind of speaking about the new testament of the csm right now um but I, I don't know, that's that's the part that I think CSM members need to really, really be drilling down on. Don't overpromise a bunch of crazy shit because these guys have heard all this stuff. There's nothing you're gonna bring to these developers if they're not like, yeah, I've heard that a hundred different times. What needs to be done is you gotta seal the deal. Somehow you have to find a way to seal the deal. And and that's what the CSM does these days. That's our our function, is just somehow trying to bring such high level of attention to these issues that that a person whose full-time job it is to work on this video game to stop what they're doing or what they intended to do with their day. Think about that in your own own work. (laughs) How often does some dipshit come up to you and be like, hey, I've got something that's gonna take you eight hours, 10 hours, 16 hours to do. This is why you should stop doing what you're doing and move on to what I'm talking about, and and that's sort of the the CSM experience in a nutshell. January, welcome
1: back. Am I back? You are back.
4: You are... Oh, thank God. Yeah. So I'm gonna have a quite an interesting conversation with Comcast after this. And um, my apologies, guys.
1: No, don't worry about it. It was fun. The guys got to see uh, uh, Brisk in action, making stuff move around the screen real fast. So, I'm glad you're here. <laughs>
4: Mark has been asking us all
1: really on the spot questions and then demanding answers. So I think you should do that to her now. Go ahead.
0: Okay, good. I'm glad that you asked. I'm prepared for this. Okay, January. So here's the thing. Let me let me try to frame this for you because you were missing when I said this. Uh, I had Twitch
4: running in, on my phone. So oh, perfect. I like, okay, so yeah. you
0: saw,
1: you know what we're doing.
0: So this yeah. whole thing is boxed up in a nice little frame. You tell me, without saying conflict drivers. Conflict drivers is just way too big, way too broad. Day one, you find yourself sitting at a big giant table in a meeting room in Reykjavik. What is it? What's, what's your pet issue? What's the first thing you're going to say, this is what I think we need to pay attention to right away?
4: Um, we need a holistic ship balance that is balanced not within the cl- ship classes themselves, but with... Uh, the whole entire range of classes. Uh, If you look at any uh, battle report, there's literally like five or six ships that are used every single day or every single time. And the reason is they are the best. And EVE players will pick the best ships that they can put their line members in with the least amount of requirements, implants, power grid modules, anything like that. So something that is easy is just to not have the super oh no oh god i no, don't want to be no. hurt again Oh, <laughs> right, she's back she's back oh thank oh, god shit. is this happening again
1: we thought it did but then you came back okay. you've been resurrected by comcast
4: it's a little hiccupy but yeah i'll try to keep it brief uh, a holistic ship balance class uh <laughs> that that makes sense and not just random number changing
2: make the there rapier not like the you know one of the things i always do in terms of like uh my old saws of things i I like to to rant about when it comes to like fixes for ccb is like the art department is like one of the best things about ccb as a company and the spaceships that they put out when they do especially when they go back and they revamp old hulls, right like they 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 do some fantastic work and i uh just have to throw this out here one of the things i was saying on csm6 still say today what is with the rapier bellicus hugen hall like please god <laughs> give us a revamp it's like a, somebody put a toothpick and they stuck some engines on it and it's just it's not like cool ugly rust like badass minotaur stuff it, it just looks stupid please give that hall some love it sticks out like a sore
1: space tooth you know what's it, funny i it, was it, i've been playing fallout 4 again and I keep looking at, like, if you guys have played that, the power armor, there's, like, a, a thing that you put your power armor in, and it looks like a Hugan and it freaks me out. And I see it every time. I'm like, why did they steal this from <laughs> Fallout 4? You know, I guess Fallout 4 must have stole it. Like, we're going to take a crazy ship and stick it in our game. Here it is. It's at weird. least the like, uh, Rapier and the Hugin are actually
3: uh, decent ships. Like, yeah, like, they're Delicos great ships. Sh- they, they they're very ship useful. It exists in the game. I don't think anyone ever actually flies it. <laughs> Yeah,
2: actually, Pretty much. like, you know, you, you you see stabbers, right? You don't you don't ever see somebody going like, ooh, wow, I want to fly a bell. It's it just, it, it's strange to me where there are like these ships that are constantly used on, uh, widely used by the player base. And it, it's just when you go from like looking at, um, you know, the, the new graphics for like either the Command Destroyers or you're, you're looking at like, I don't know, a Tingu or a Legion or something where they've, or the new avatars where they've done like the graphics upgrades and then you go back and you, you compare like a Legion to uh, a, a fucking Bellicose or a Rapier and you're just like, what... You know, this is an artifact of a much uglier time. So there you go. That's my completely trivial issue. And I'm hijacking the entire show to talk about, you know, please revamp that
1: model. But that's per- that's that's perfectly fine. And Jay Amazingness asks, have you seen the new Kiki Leshak skins? Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, of course I have. And I own them over it. The first thing I did when they put out the new uh, the Triglov and the Edencom comp things is I bought those things because they're awesome. We got it. Mark, have you gotten the new skins yet? You need to get the new skins if you haven't gotten the new skins. You better have gotten I'm
0: it. Not, I am a uh, skin-holding uh, oh, person, Lord. especially with Treglivian ships. Listen, this is the thing. When they release new ships, I, I I guess I didn't used to be like this. I, I feel like I started playing Eve, like maybe in the Battlecruiser era or something. So like the Drake, everybody was Drake, Drake, Drake. Um, and it wasn't a meme. It was like a real thing but they put something new in the game i i don't know like maybe my me and my older eve playing friends we totally bite on it and whether it's good or not the nurgle for instance yes we're gonna ramrod that thing through and we're gonna nurgle use it power. you know? so i i don't know i i love new ships i love when they throw new ship, spaceships into a game about spaceships um i, I just think it can't go wrong and we'll find a way to use them for sure but yes i do have the skins i'm not some skinless i'm just game. making
1: sure I, I don't i don't want to put you on the spot but I, I you know i knew that your skin game is like mine and uh i i have to say i have a problem i think i am close to a thousand skins now uh, I'm in the 900s i think so there you go that's a lot of skins oh okay, well, that's no, actually you that's a, that's, a, that's in the a, corner i want to uh, hear I, from I, you
0: and nominate the
3: class um, is calling on you. <laughs> You're probably wondering yep.
0: why we brought you here today. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I've got nothing right now. Oh, we have a question here in chat.
2: Uh, are goons pro-trig or pro Edencom? And uh, it's a reasonable question. The answer is we're waiting for things to stabilize. Like maybe we'll know next week if we have an opinion. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a new feature and it's, it's early days yet. So... Probably actually Jay's response there is whatever. If anything gets us new trig ships, like we'll do it. I I'm I'm a big fan. I want to find an excuse to use uh, like an icariza or however the fuck you say the name uh, in some sort of way. Like uh, you know one of the things nice that ship. since I, I haven't really you know been playing in the client very actively for a couple of years now, and so like coming back and finding like Mad Max Eve 2020 where like there's all these badass trig ships and like the game is just smoother and easier to play, and it, it's just it's cool, and I'm glad that they're actually starting to make some skins that are are uh, good. please uh, help the uh, galente if they they desperately need some assistance besides for all the, of the
3: uh, for all the Eve is dying shit that's been going on forever you know there's there's a, still a lot of nostalgia, but
2: Eve is fucking Earth. killing it these days. Like yeah. I am, I am shocked. Like Eve is, Eve is really, really doing well. Like it, it seems, you know, more people are playing. It's a pandemic, the end of the world, blah blah blah. blah. Whatever excuse you want to make, uh, there's a lot of other games out there. People do not have to play Eve online. They're choosing to play Eve online, and I think it's because the game is just better now than it has been at like in client Eve Online right now. Complaints aside about NPC and sec is the best it has ever been in the time that I have been poking at this game year after year after year, hoping that one year it would finally turn into the spaceship game that I hoped it would be when I first started playing. And I really think that if we're not completely there yet, we're certainly there enough for me to stay up until four in the fucking morning, you know, shooting a fucking Citadel with a little jackdaw and then going off and buying five skins. So I'm glad you guys admitted your skin habit because I I got a bunch of different outfits for
3: just a fucking jackdaw
2: now and i'm like well this is this is the thing that's happening now is uh is fashion, Look, fashion well, like, what's,
3: r- what's wrong with everybody who's just flying with a default skin that's that's not cool <laughs> yeah that's
2: uh you don't, know don't fa- be that fashion guy. is everything exactly
3: don't be that
2: guy. Uh, whew, well i i just got us completely off the the track of talking about uh csm stuff because i i'm ex- i'm excited about skins obviously i'm excited about skins i i, skins I have opinions ab- about cool. skins uh I was very disappointed to find how few uh, skins there are for a Marsh. I mean, for some of our ships, there's great, but the Legion, very nice model. Only four. All the skins. T3Cs
1: are limited in the number of skins that they have, which is a shame. Because I guess they're hard to make skins for because the, the, the ship model changes. So and, and like the
2: best skin that they ever made is this like weird Christmas skin that just looks amazing and it has all these like cool black and gold ribbons on the ships but you can't Yeah get the old one from, from like two years ago it was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah I was like I was looking through and I'm like this thing is beautiful oh you can't get it why are none of the others. Yeah I will talk about skins all day. You guys are going to have to shut well, and, me up. And, about. But look I'll tell you that
1: you know what Merck asked another, th- another easy thing that's on the table. Well Torvald said it and I've been saying it for years and we all say it and I don't know why it's taken so fucking long Corporation skins, alliance skins, coalition skins. Y- you do this. You let us put skins with our logos on them. People will throw money at you like you are a Vegas stripper. It's Police skins for
2: every ship. B skins for every ship. Like you will make millions of dollars because people will <laughs> dress up their spaceships and give you money to do it. This is another thing about going on the CSM that you know. Bringing back around to the topic is that in many cases there are these situations where you almost have to fight CCP to convince them that making money would be a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, here is a way to print money and fund your company. The customers want this. We are representatives of the customers. We say, we want to buy this thing. And uh, yeah, and we know this when it comes to skins because there's that period of time where there was a bug, a brief moment of glory where every ship could have every skin. And it turns out that EVE players would like to have every ship potentially be police skinned and you had entire fleets of people running around in police with well, It didn't matter where the hole was, they were all done in the police skin. And you know, if I was in charge of that company and I saw that, I would be like, all right, so tomorrow all the skins are on sale and they're <laughs> available for everything and we'll just sort of open up our wallets and let people pour delicious hard currency into our wallets. So maybe exactly. you guys can manage to make that happen on the CSM this year. That would, that would be nice.
1: I, that, I, if hey, you, look you know back,
3: what, it's on my list. If you look back to like when skins were first added, the first round of skins were terrible. It was, you know, just how much uglier could you really pay to fucking, make your shit? Like
2: why why and, did they make it look like this? Yeah.
3: Right. It took it took I don't know where the actual decision was made, but like the CSM was arguing for years, like people want flashy, cool looking skins. They don't want a slightly different shade of dark green. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> they don't want they don't want the same skin just it was like, so disappointing like at first the it was so
2: disappointing different. like we could finally make our ships different colors and then, like the, the men are like oh the Valkyrie glory like oh well the good minmatar skin is you can turn your ship a green that doesn't look completely like ass and that, that was it like right. wait a few years until they add something better like hazard yeah. control that's a good one
1: Hazard control's good I mean look I'll tell you right now uh, if there's a new skin uh, the first thing I do whenever we fly a new doctrine the first thing I do is I buy the ship I fit it out, I look at it, and then I go buy all the skins for it. I do that for every time I get in a new ship, it doesn't matter what it is. And it's it's frustrating to me when there are some skins that are great, and then there are other skins that I like, I'm going to spend $2 billion on this skin. I don't know why I'm doing it, other than I'm a collector and I need to get everything. But it looks exactly like the other one, just a different shade. That sucks. But you know, when it comes to the lion skins and the corporation skins, I, everybody worries about. Oh well, they're going to put penises all over the ship. So what? <laughs> Let us do that. If they, if they want to pay money, I mean, the thorax looks I'm like a, cap- a dick anyway.
2: A... Like time to penis isn't a problem
1: in the year of our Lord twenty twenty, right? You know, whatever. I have I have all of the I have all of the, to Serious' question. I have all of the fan fest skins from the stuff that I went to. So I have the Vegas skins and the London skins, and I got uh, somebody gave me the Russia skin, so I have those. I have, I think I have one of the Toronto ones, but what I ended up doing is like in Eve London, I got two tickets for me and my wife and, and Mrs. Briss didn't want to come to the meeting uh, to hang out with the Eve nerds. But I, I bought, I made sure she had a ticket so that I could get the extra skins. I literally did that. And I that gave them to Mark. That doesn't,
2: doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, the, the, the Vegas Icaritza skin is like flash as hell. Like that's a, uh, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, the event um, skins
3: are all great. Yeah.
2: Yeah um let's see a little
0: skin jargon fatigue from mittens right now like i feel like you're a little too familiar with the skins for my level of comfort fashion fashion matters
2: man like i i can't i can't look as hot as you but i can at least have a large wardrobe for my spaceships and you know i I, I try to work with it you know trying to try to make it happen (laughs) there you go but uh Let's see. So yeah, actually a little clarification there. Time to Penis is an actual like a game dev concept. It totally is. If you give your players freedom, that's not me just talking about dicks for the sake of it. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with that, but uh, essentially there's a debate, or at least there was initially a debate about allowing player freedom when it comes to skin design or just in general, anything like even with mobile depots, you can, you know, how long is it before the players turn this into dicks everywhere on live TV? Uh, so, you know, that, that is definitely a concern, there would have to be like a vetting process, but by now, many game companies have a situation where, uh, I mean, Sony Online Entertainment used to do this too, where you could create your own in-game uh, assets, cosmetics, and they did like a little profit share thing and, you know, sell the things, it has to go through an af- approval process with the, the game company, and then uh, players make skins, the game company approves them, and then everybody laughs all the way to the bank and looking fashionable. So. Uh, there's a lot of options i'm going to exactly. shut up about skins i, I i'm hey, done talking but about that, skins. that but that's a
1: csm id that's a, that's a csm thing that comes up every year and it's something that we always talk about and we still have not been able to drag or as as Merck said so colorfully we have not been able to drag that idea across the finish line and get it past the third lap we always talk about it and they know we want it but it's still like out there and i, I you know there's so much so many things like that that i think have a, have a total total desire on the part of the player base to take advantage of and that w- they will pay money for that we still got to get them to do and if it, like i said th- this is that's part of the goal of the csm is telling people it's a priority so we i think that at least if i get reelected it's definitely going to be on my list and i'm going to start telling everybody uh, they need to do it
4: um, Maybe this year will be the year
1: we'll see i mean it would be nice if it happened on my watch i would, I would appreciate that very much <laughs> uh if we could finally get uh you know Initiative I's and and, uh, and, and B's on ships, that would be, make me very happy. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we have hit the 5, the five o'clock mark. We, uh, we've made we it, it our hour. We did it. I tell you, this, this show has been the most nerve-wracking of many of the shows we've done in a while. Because I knew, one, Mittens hates talking about the CSM, so trying to get him to talk was going to be hard. And I, I'm excited you actually talked the whole time. Because and I and of course, about
2: stuff I felt like talking about.
1: <laughs> I, I don't want to embarrass myself in front of Merkelchen because he is such an amazing person that we all, whenever he's around, we're all on the top of our game. We want to do the best because he's, it's like dad Merck's watching. And then <laughs> Namam Nom is the one that I, I, I always, I crave his attention and, 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 and approval as well because he's like the king. I've statesmen, been there forever. And all he has to do is say one thing, and there you go. So this was a very nerve-wracking show for me, and I also was worried about January's uh, mic stuff too. So, you know, we—this we, th- was—I'm glad the show's over. So I'm glad it's over. <laughs> We're finally done. Any party words <laughs> for the group? This, anybody this is the, this is the first time we've before ended before we about a show like sh- my God, I'm glad it's over. This is the <laughs> first time I've ever got... felt that way. It's like this is everyone the most is stressful very show stressed we've out, done. out right now, except I'm you, totally stressed out, out right now. We're being um, thrown
0: out of a bar right now. And listen, (laughs) so would you say it's true or very true that we should go for another half hour talking about the CSN (laughs) Oh my God.
2: All right, well, thanks guys for turning up and uh, for bearing with as I discuss skins and any random ass crap that coming came to my mind. Uh, We are gonna get the, if you're Imperium, we're gonna have the Imperium ballot announced Today or tomorrow, we'll send pings and there will no one will have to think for themselves. We will fill all, all 10 slots. Uh, one year we made the mistake of having a ballot where only like seven slots were filled and there was chaos because suddenly everybody had to go, Well, who should I vote for? Who should I think about? Who do I need to care about these candidates? Do does does it matter who goes in the last slots? So we, we fixed it immediately. We we're like, my God, can't have people like needing to think about this. So all 10 slots would be filled by the state. Please exercise your freedom of choice by voting exactly the way that we tell you to. Uh, and then for everybody else who's not on the Imperium ballot, uh, you know, good luck.
1: <laughs> there you go. And for those who are asking about an init ballot, we don't do ballots. I will put out a list of people that I like that I'm voting for, but I'm not going to, we're not going to tell anybody how to vote because uh, Sister Bliss and our guys, we, we don't believe in, in that kind of politics. Uh, You guys know how we are. We're always the... the, Yeah, you guys have
2: fun with that. You can go to your... The annoying
1: people on the side of the Imperium.
2: (laughs) uh, In any of We're all in escape from freedom mode over here. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks a lot for coming and uh, we'll be back next week with a big Eve news show. We have... We're going to be talking about the Trig uh, Edencom stuff. We're going to be talking about the abandoned structures and how many of them have been blown up. We've got a couple of like simmering wars to talk about. So like we we planned this in a way that like next week there's going to be a bunch of Eve Online news and you will get to hear me nerd out about ship fittings because god help me i'm playing the stupid fucking game for the first time in years and it's awesome eve 20 eve 2020 pretty badass game give it a try if you've been sitting on the on the uh the sidelines for a bit uh yeah so thanks to all of our guests thanks for coming we will see you all uh next week let's do it there you go
1: you stay classy new